0: give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number four of Geeking with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I'm a geeky mom. I wrote about video games for a very, very long time. Now I write about another game. I write about Game of Thrones for the Geek Embassy, and I love it. I am joined by <laughs> fellow mom, Regina McManamy, um, who is the mom. Of, she's, she's four now. She's yes? four. Yes, officially. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, Regina is the, uh, the, the head geek at the, at the Geek. <laughs> Um and then we're also joined by our resident dad Steven Doosman, who is editor and founder of engagedfamilygaming.com. Hey Steven.
1: Hi, hold on. I'm I'm scheduling another appointment for PAX East cuz oh. did you know that PAX East is crazy and I'm going in 2 weeks for yes. 4 whole oh, days right. and I might yeah. die. PAX, I'm going yeah. literally by myself.
2: Oh wow. It's in 2
1: weeks and um i've worked i just i did the rough draft of my calendar and mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of time i might be able yeah. to go potty once or twice
0: <laughs>
2: maybe
1: that's maybe. like the one
0: time when i tried to do packs by myself um yeah for pixelkin it was pretty yeah, nice you just have to insane. set your priorities like you're just yeah. not going to be can't able to do, do everything. everything
2: yeah, yeah. so as much as you want but yeah. pax east is my favorite packs and i and i liked and i've been to you know Right. Prime, I've never been. I've never was. been to that one. Yeah. Never been like to that it. It's just slightly exactly better
1: than it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, are pretty good. Most notably uh, yeah. by guys. I'm playing the new Fireball Island. Ooh. The board game. You remember yes. Fireball Island? Yes. Okay, I know.
0: You said that, and I'm it. like, the okay. <laughs> You remember? Wait.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Let's unpack that. You don't remember Fireball Island?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> you absolutely
1: do. The commercial. With the big like, like plastic like air sealed mountain island game board and like the marbles rolled down it and mm, you don't remember that
0: maybe no <laughs> not, not really. Everyone,
1: everyone listening, uh, pause the podcast <laughs> unless you're driving. Please don't do that. Go to YouTube and look up Fireball Island, um, commercial, and you will see it. It is amazing. Um, and it is being remade by Restoration Games. Uh, the Kickstarter starts April third, but I get to play it at PAX, and I am so stoked because it looks cool. amazing.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have a busy, uh, busy weekend. I am having <laughs> a busy few weeks, self-inflicted busy few weeks that really doesn't have anything to do with games. Um <laughs> my my daughter wanted a pinata for her birthday party this year. And so most of the standard places that you would take they're like, you know, I don't know, YMCA or pump it up, the big inflatable place, whatever. You can't have pinatas there. And she's wanted a pinata for the last couple of years. We're like, okay, we'll have a pinata. Where can we have a pinata? The answer to that basically is either at our house or at a park. Right. So we went for, we went for a park. But that also means that there's, like, there's not things to, like, occupy kids. So I'm coming up with ideas of things. Sure. We're going to play pin the fire on the dragon, by the way. Um, and, uh, but at the this same time. This is a dragon-themed party? It's yeah. a dragon-themed party. Wow. Yes.
1: Wow. Way to, way to, um, and way to force f- your own likes on your daughter. <laughs> you
0: know? no, no. She just did this all on her own. Mm-hmm. Um but for me, I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm crazy party mom. I mean, you were talking about Regina being crazy, Stephen. I don't know if you remember. Oh no, I was, remember. Yeah, I remember. So, <laughs> um. So anyhow, I'm like, you know, it's Easter, so I see eggs everywhere. I'm like, oh my god, dragon eggs would make such a cool like goodie bag container thing. I'm like, you can't, you can't do the little bitty ones. And I went on Amazon. I find these jumbo eggs are like seven inches hi. And I'm like, yes, I will do that. That's so awesome. And then I'm like, okay, dragon eggs, I need to put scales on them. And I can do that with foam and super glue, but I'm going to need probably about 100 scales per egg. And I've got 29 kids confirmed (gasps) at this point. (laughs) Oh, my God. With a few extras. <laughs> Woohoo! No, I was sure I
2: got it I had ten kids and I was flipping out. Of course it's my living room, but still
0: Whoa. I know. This, I do this to me. Uh, it's just um oh. well it's funny Isaac, you know, Microsoft being Microsoft, Isaac's can, he has access to a laser cutter, which is he he's going to use to cut out all of the little scales because if I was cutting those by hand, there's just oh, no yeah. way. No way that, that would happen. Yeah. Um so so he's doing that tonight, so I will see the finished product of that tonight. Um And some of my moms offered to like come help out because we do like craft night things every once in a while. And I think some of them are interested in sort of learning how to make the dragon egg type mm-hmm. things. There's not really much to learn. Like I right. just, you know, you just glue off the top. Of my head. I just glue yeah. and
1: cut. Them. Listen, um, if you get but, slave labor. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Um, Can I ask why the heck does Microsoft have a laser cutter? Like, what Microsoft- do they do?
0: They like have all these crazy like uh, machines. It's called like the, the Maker's Workshop or something. It's like a special thing that they have that has all of these advanced machines. I forget what some of the other ones are, but the laser cutter is the one that Isaac's going to be using. He had to go through his, today he's going through his in person training to use this thing he did some like osha training um last week where he had to watch a bunch of videos but today he's going to the place to learn how to use it but they've got all kinds of i mean they have a 3d printer they've like basically anything that you could think of is in this makers workshop for employees to use as long as they've been trained it's open 24 7 and they can use it so wow yeah well, good cool yeah. That is pretty he awesome makes- that that will hopefully save you a lot of trouble. Yeah, cuz he's like, you know, once you have the scales, you are it's not going to take long at all. You're just going to paint stick, paint stick and hopefully that will be the case. But yeah. yeah. But I've got you're, mom's you're offering insane. to help. Oh, you know, what is insane. Actually, this has nothing to do with me. So we're going to do one of those um, photo cakes, you know, where they print out the edible thing to Uh put on top of it. So we have one of our artist friends, you know, being in video games, we know quite a few artists. Uh, One of her artist friends is going to draw an image of Anna riding a dragon with the four characters from Final Fantasy 15 sitting behind her. Oh, my goodness. How awesome is that? that's gonna be pretty awesome yeah and i think there's a chocobo in there too but i don't know i've seen the sketch like anna was all upset like like looking at this sketch that isaac he's like it's not gonna look like this we're going to give it to somebody who can actually draw and <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> it'll look cool like you know but she got to dictate like what color the dragon was and right which the order the the, the characters sat <laughs> behind her and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So it's gonna look pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. Um That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we're also gonna get that made into um into a poster to 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 put on her wall. So That sounds pretty awesome. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's certainly it's nice cool. to have
1: friends. It
0: yeah. is. Yes. <laughs> that was all Isaac's suggestion too. Like usually I'm the one that's coming up with all the crazy party crap, but that was his suggestion. So I'm like, yay, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Therefore. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it'll be um it'll be interesting to gauge how much more involved or maybe not as involved these dragon eggs are compared to the all the little um garbage cubes I made for Wally. Regina, I don't think I don't think you were on honest. this. No. what well, it was for her, her, yeah. her third birthday had a Wally theme. So I got little, um, like favor boxes, you know, little cardboard Mm -hmm. favor boxes or whatever. And I found like, um, it was almost like a pixelated minecrafty looking pattern that sort of looked like garbage. Um, and I covered all those things in that paper. And then we did a scavenger hunt in the yard where I built the little boot with the plant sticking out of it. and mm-hmm. built one of those out of clay and put it in one of the boxes. And then the kid that found that box got like a special prize. Um, so that was pretty time intensive. <laughs> we'll see how these <laughs> <dragging> tracks <laughs> work <out. laughs> And then hopefully next year we're back to having the party at some place where right. I don't have to worry about all this. Stuff. Yeah.
1: So anyhow, yeah. is the is the pinata going to be a dragon? Yes, is we she haven't ordered okay? it yet. Is she going to be okay with people beating up a dragon?
0: Yeah, she's the one that wants a dragon. I have to have her look at the ones on Amazon so we can figure out which one we want to get. She's five. She's turning six. Yeah. Oh my. Okay, so she's five. She will be six. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. I am the one that repeatedly says, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm preparing. I'm troubleshooting problems that maybe haven't happened yet. (laughs) This would be my luck because again, I've done this. I've said this many times. Kids are stupid. (laughs) So she loves the idea of having a dragon pinata. Is she aware that you're going to beat the
0: crap out of this dragon? Uh, I don't know. We'll ask her. We've also yeah, seen dragon sure. egg pinatas too, which she may be more yeah, okay, that might be more. I, uh, I, I
1: recommend yeah. at least going over that before the show. Not trying to mansplain your birthday parties. However, I am afraid of children <laughs> and their flippancy. Um, especially when they're under 10. Man. Yeah. Kids are just the worst. And the best, <laughs> but they're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that wants yeah. to tell me that they're not, tweet at me. Just just
0: at me bro it's (laughs) fine just at me yeah come at me bro uh, before we reserve the park like it's a park that we go to all the time but i like didn't remember really kind of what the picnic shelter looked like and everything so i went to do some scouting because we had to make sure that there was a place where we could actually hang the pinata Mm -hmm. um there's a crossbar um in the picnic shelter which will work just fine And also too with the eggs it's going to be like an egg hunt So I'm like going around looking at the trees and things where we can stash these eggs. Um, There's not a lot. So I'm going to put multiple eggs in one nest. That was actually Anna's idea. We saw Easter grass everywhere. She's like, we could use these to make dragon nests. I'm like, (laughs) yes, we could do that. That is an awesome idea. So that Uh, also allows me to put a bunch of eggs in one spot. So I don't have to have them all, all over the place because the park will be open to the public the same time that the party's going on. So I don't want random kids coming up and stealing the dragon eggs. That would just be terrible. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: So, yeah. I mean, that's that's almost inevitable, at least, in somewhat. But, you know, you probably won't have too many casualties.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the picnic shelter is sort of in a back corner of the park. And we can make sure, yeah, that they're all around that area. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, so that's me. That's going to be me for the next couple weeks. Her birthday is uh, the 15th. And the party is on the fourteenth. So, and spring break is the week before that. So, I'm actually going to have to have these eggs done almost before that because she wants to do a bunch of stuff over spring break. Go figure. You have <laughs> so fun and... with that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, um, just letting you know, just straight off the bat, I may not be myself uh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> next time <laughs> that we record. <laughs> so.
1: Your normal cheerful self. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. oh, okay. you no, know, Stephen. I may. It might. It might work out okay because I probably, you know, won't be like ready to just have the comebacks at you. So um, yeah, that's going to be great.
1: So I'm. So I'm going to have a opponent. <laughs> <it>. Be ready. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. Um, so let's get started here. <laughs> a few uh, announcement type stuff has happened since the last time that we talked. One yes. i'm most excited about shadow of the tomb raider will be coming this fall we're getting the full reveal of it later in april uh everybody assumed that this was in development i the announcement for it kind of came out of the blue for me um but maybe that's because i haven't been paying attention nope came uh, out of the blue okay good yeah <laughs> so uh i'm super excited i love the tomb raider games this one um Story wise, I think this is at the and I forgot to look this up before um, we started recording. But at the end of uh, spoiler alert, at the end of Rise of the Tomb Raider, she basically says that like she accepts that this is her thing, like this is her purpose. This is what she's going to do now. She's going to track down relics and all that kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see how they're going to handle um, the story Mm -hmm. uh, in this one because in the reboot and in the and in Rise of the Tomb Raider, the stories were very very personal. Um, and, you know, lots of character development, all that kind of stuff. So I um, I hope that they can still do a good story. I'm just curious to see how they might pull that off because it's definitely going to be uh, – they're not going to – well, at least I think they're not going to have so much of her personality and history family to, to draw on. But, well, they had know. two
1: games worth of that. Now I think it's yeah. totally fine for her to ramp up into being like a merciless, cold-hearted killer. I mean <laughs> – you know, I mean, that, but that's yeah. the thing, right? Like that's Tomb Raider, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was I, to be, I, I, I just know? want the story to still be good. Like that's the thing. Like I've always, well, not the the early early Tomb Raider games because those were kind of lame. Sure. But I played the ones that um, that Crystal Dynamics made when they first got the property, and those were good games. They just lacked in any kind of good story at all um which is why the 2013 reboot was so amazing because it had such a wonderful story so that's i'm just
2: that's my
0: that's my concern i mean i'm still super excited for the game i'm still gonna play it but that is my concern because stories and games are very important to me yes so it should um, be yes i mean me too
2: (laughs) (laughs) i think we can all throw down with that one (laughs) i
1: i think that this is gonna be uh pretty rad Yeah, Um, and uh, they're giving us more details. They gave us a release date, some it's in September, sometime. September, Um,
0: yeah,
1: uh, which is good. They're getting it out of the way nice and early, looks like. Uh, because let's be real, folks, uh, even Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is being released before Red Dead Redemption 2, and they always release in November and they're releasing in October. Um, September is so perfect, yeah, like I feel like. They, it's almost like, I, 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 I'm sure that they planned it. Like, I'm sure this wasn't an accident, but it feels like this was just the perfect decision. They put it out in September. It's a game that there's a lot of love for that game and for that franchise and coming out, beating a lot of other games to the punch. And it is a single player, you know, it's not a multiplayer thing. So this is one of those where somebody can be like, you know what? I'm going to play this game. And and then I'm going to get into the juggernauts of the fall. Um, Yeah. This is one of those games that if they tried, to put it out alongside or after Red Dead Redemption, it would just get buried unnecessarily. Yeah, not because they're similar, but just because you know they're action single player action games, and yeah, I think yeah. Lara Croft deserves better than that. Um, mm-hmm. so putting her out in September, um, is awesome, and I can't wait to see it at E3, so I'm sure it's going to be yeah. a big presence there. Um, yeah. and you know, uh, I'm sure Regina's going to play it.
0: Yes, cool. So very cool. Yeah, it's always, like, I always, from a PR perspective, too, it's smart that they wait um, to do kind this stuff. Because, and... Yeah, because then you can drop, like, really heavy punches, like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 all through the summer um, yeah. to, to keep the interest up. You haven't yeah. run out of things to announce. Um Yeah, yeah. very curious
1: what stage it shows up on, whether it's going to be on hmm. Nintendo or not Nintendo's, whether it's going to be on uh, PlayStation or Microsoft. Microsoft. I also think it would be a really interesting coup if they could figure
0: out a way to make it run on the Switch. Um, That would. Yeah, I mean, that's that is interesting because um, Rise of the Tomb Raider was Xbox exclusive for a year. And that was Um,
1: not good for it.
0: No, it wasn't. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. How, well, we could say that's not good. Maybe it wasn't good for sales, but who knows what Microsoft paid them in order for that. To oh, open. I mean, so, it wasn't
1: good for... It. Either way, it wasn't good for the perception of the game. They may have been financially okay. They must have yeah. been financially somewhat okay by nature of yeah. the fact that they're making a third one. Yeah. They obviously wouldn't have done that if, they, if it was a complete disaster. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure, you know, but f- as far as like, that game did not get the love that it deserved because of the way that it you know was handled because of the exclusivity also mm-hmm. it doesn't help that they were super cagey about it
0: mm, um, yeah
1: They really hurt public perception so I think it's great I'm super excited super excited yeah,
0: yeah. awesome I have to
1: actually finish the second one
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know you were playing it
1: I mean I I mean it's on Xbox Game Pass so I had oh to theme, right 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 so. right
0: yeah yeah I forgot about <sighs> um, that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so uh, there was a Nintendo direct when yeah, was that was. last last Friday was that when that was uh
1: David? was it Friday uh it know. was on March twentieth what day was that? I think that oh, was oh that was just a
0: few days ago yeah yeah uh, so so I didn't watch it big surprise uh I didn't even you know, know it was, you was hate coming. nintendo um <laughs> would, you, would you like yes Stephen. yes why don't you tell us what was on so there,
1: um, there were 16 games announced um, of them uh it really was kind of underwhelming uh, i'll just mm. throw that out there right away uh, i was somewhat underwhelming however there were some i think uh significant announcements the biggest one being luminous remastered which mm. is a puzzle game of psp fame um this is Coming to the Switch, uh, and it's going to be bananas. Uh, I think it's going to do super well. Um, and they announced a bunch of other stuff, but I think the surprise hit out of that is going to be this game called The Messenger. How about this? If you like Shovel Knight and you liked Ninja Gaiden,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the NES Ninja Gaiden, you're going to want to pay attention to this game. Okay. If you did not like either of those things, then perhaps don't pay attention to it. But I think The Messenger is going to be. You know, it's basically, it's a 8-bit ninja game with, you know, some updated game mechanics, but you actually, uh, there's a time travel mechanic where you travel back in time, and when you travel back in time, it's actually a 16-bit game. Um, and so each, um, each level is built in both 8 and 16-bit, and you can move back and forth between them as part of the time travel mechanic, which is super rad looking. Um, mm-hmm. So that's probably... Uh, you know, like the coolest announcement they made. But I mean, they made a bunch of other stuff. And like, like I said, 16 games. Um, if you want a rundown of all the family appropriate games, you can head on over to EngageFamilyGaming.com and take a look. Hashtag. And
0: you know what? Plug. I pulled up I pulled up your article right before we started recording, so that I could look quickly, so I wasn't completely in the dark about Nintendo. But the one that what caught my eye is that they're bringing Captain Toad um to the well, Switch. That's, which, that's which the I last think-
1: Nintendo Direct.
0: Oh, okay. That's the last. There oh, yeah. was another one. There's that
1: one. There have been two Nintendo Directs since we've had like a full episode where we could talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> the other. This is just a Nindy Spotlight as part of the GDC. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the last one. Um, they announced Captain Toad coming, but more appropriately, they announced a new Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, which is, uh, how shall we say, hype? Hype. <laughs> hype. I am. Hype all manner of levels of hype Um uh, it looks it's looking like it's going to be a new game and not just a port just kind of neat yeah. um, which means I'm kind of afraid for Sakurai like I'm like the last game almost ruined his marriage and I think he, he like couldn't use his hand by the end of it Um, so I'm <laughs> like I'm not even joking Um, so I'm really kind of a, he doesn't he's a super hard worker and doesn't really like to delegate so he will do like mm-hmm. 10 men's worth of work on his own. And um, yeah, so hopefully he's still married. I mean, unless he doesn't want to be at which point, I, you know, you do you, Um, but um, you know, and I'm hoping that he still has the use of all of his limbs. Cause that would be weird. Um, And, but I would definitely like a new smash game and I bet you it'll be at E3. And yes, I will play that.
0: Of course um, you will. Mm-hmm. You'll, have You'll have to wait in a really long line. Uh, but, mm-hmm. No, we won't.
1: Because we'll be there during the industry only hours, which yeah.
0: oh, you'll probably still have to wait.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, it, but <laughs> not
0: but, as long as. Not quite as long, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so the uh, big fan of some of the stuff. It was a kind of a disappointing showcase, largely because. The two games that are like big, na- noteworthy uh, indie games that have not come to the Switch yet, uh, Kentucky Route Zero and Hollow Knight, uh, were not announced or discussed. But Hollow Knight apparently will be announcing a release date sometime by the end of this week. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of those games read in your memory at all, Nicole, but they're... Kentucky they're Route
0: games. Zero does. All right. Right. Uh, I never had a chance to play it, but um, I heard good things about it.
1: Uh, Kentucky Route Zero is the most Simone de Rochefort game ever made, <laughs> other than Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, well, it's
0: like it is, a it's, it's an adventure game, right? It's, it's like a point, point and click wacky yeah.
1: adventure game.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It is. It just it just reminds me of her. It's super <laughs> like I'm not saying like wacky in a bad way, but it's just uh-huh. like kind of random, but polished. You know. Yeah. I remember seeing the art for it. It's just oh, it's, one of
0: those things I never got around to playing, but it always yeah, looked
1: very interesting. Because there's too me. many. There's a million games to play. There's too many. Yeah. Um, but apparently Hollow Knight, we're going to get something. And who knows about Kentucky Route Zero. Um, but um. so some people were disappointed. Uh, Luminous and the Messenger is enough for me. Um, my kids want to play this game called Bomb Chicken, which is literally <laughs> okay. a puzzle game about a chicken that lays bombs as though they are eggs. <laughs> <laughs> extrapolate gameplay from there, guys. Uh, you don't really have to imagine much. Um, it's it's called Bomb Chicken. So that's it. That's the, that is Nintendo Direct. Um, the well, it wasn't so much a Nintendo Direct. It was a nindy showcase. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't know if they're gonna need to do these anymore, largely because like everything, every indie game comes to the Switch now. Like it just yeah. does. It just yeah. does. Um and will forever be. So I don't know how valuable these are to like cuz they're not really different. These are just games that are coming to N- Nintendo. Yeah. Um so I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean they they can keep doing them all they want. I like the videos. It was only like 12 minutes long. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they're just I, like rapid fire indie games.
0: Cool. Cool. Um kind of speaking of dumb games, uh <laughs> we got um I don't know, maybe this is not dumb. Scribble Knot Showdown, which we we talked about it here before with being totally kind of random coming out of the blue Scribble Knots game. Um, so it's got uh multiple modes. The showdown mode is Mario Party. <laughs> it is Mario Party. You're going around a board and you're playing little mini-games. The only sort of um uh thing with that is like so one of the mini games is like kind of an Angry Birds type thing. You're trying to knock the other player's tower um, over. And so the word thing comes into play as you pick a word. And that will be the thing that you are throwing at the other person's tower. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, So my husband just randomly... Picked because it was things made like they give you a category and you get a bonus if you pick something in that category. So it was like things made of metal. So Isaac was playing with Anna like on his team, and he's like, "Okay, car." <laughs> so he was lobbing these full size cars at my tower. I'm like, "This is totally unfair." <laughs> I forget what I picked, but it was something small. Um, so yeah, so the 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 regular. I mean, I, uh, Anna really liked it. So, but the, the sandbox mode is where it's at because that's kind of like pure scribble knots, even though it's called sandbox, they have different sort of level types that you go to. Um, And there are sort of mini objectives within those that you can, you can or can't do, you know, depends on if you want them or not. So we were in this kind of Asian level thing and Isaac was working with Anna to sort of go through and do these objectives. So I, I started with one, there was a red panda who was hungry. I'm like, okay, let's give him some food. So I typed in pizza. He didn't want the pizza. I typed in a bunch of stuff like chicken, like basically everything I could think of. This red panda did not want any of it. I'm like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to go try to do this other one. And so there was a Geisha who wanted a flower. And I was like, okay, I did rose. I did tulip. I did daisy. I did every kind of flower I could think of. She didn't want those either. I'm like, well, fine. So I, <laughs> I accidentally picked up my slice of pizza and threw it at the Geisha totally on accident, but it hit her in the head. And she's like, ah, and I'm like, okay, this is awesome. So I went around (laughs) throwing pizza, (laughs) like all the characters and Anna's like, why are you throwing pizza? Uh. I'm like, the better question is why not? You know, like, if you give me a game that let me do something stupid like that, then I'm going to do something stupid. Um, But yeah, that made it fun for me. Although not everybody was happy. Uh, Well, no one was happy having pizza thrown at them, but some of them would just run away and the others would get very angry and then start attacking me. Um, (laughs) So, but yeah, throwing pizza, throwing pizza at Geisha's. That was, that's, that's that's my fun in (laughs) Scrum.
1: Did you ever figure out what to feed the red panda?
0: Yes. It was bamboo. Oh,
1: well, it's a panda. I don't think
0: I know. And the geisha though. wanted a lotus flower. <laughs> so. Lotus. I was going to say lotus. Uh, yeah. 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 I wasn't thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, go ahead, Stephen. I, I just, I
1: just find it funny that you saw a panda and your first thought was, "I'm going to give it pizza." <laughs> pizza. <laughs>
0: first food that came to mind and you know this like previous scribble dots was like you know the most random thing will actually be helpful to you like it it, because in the in the original ones you're trying to solve um puzzles environmental puzzles by typing in things and so in that one you could you could pull in completely random things that would actually turn out to be really helpful so so that's why I wasn't thinking like, oh, this needs to make sense. This panda wants the bamboo. It was like, no, let's see what it does when I try to give it pizza. You know. I mean?
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert for the original knots, The Large Hadron Collider does not solve any of your problems. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Neither does Cthulhu, if you're curious, because Cthulhu just kills you
0: yeah uh, so i mean the library though is still extensive um like i i learned what a kilted sausage was just by typing in k and i um which uh, by the way looks like a pig and the pigs in the blanket so mm-hmm. that's a that's a kilted sausage i had no idea <laughs> <laughs> Scribble knots taught me something so um there you go. <laughs> Like I said, Anna, Anna really loves it. So, you know, if you've, if you've got kids that like to mess around and that type of stuff, she got to ride a dragon. She was really happy about that. And yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, um, Stupid kid games. <laughs> um, let's see <laughs> what else is going on. Uh, they announced a new Hearthstone expansion, which is going to be coming sometime in April. They never give us a set date. Um, it's called the, uh, what's it called? The Witchwood? Is it, it the Witchwood? Called,
1: um called... Witch yeah, wood. just the Witchwood.
0: The Witchwood, yes. Um, this is also kicking off a new year um, of Hearthstone. This is going to be Year of the Raven. This previous year was the Mammoth. Um, what was one before? I don't even remember what it was before that. Don't, um, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, but the, the bigger news here, kind of um, besides the expansion, is the number of cards that are going to be cycling out, which is a lot. Yes. Um uh, so, uh, all of the following sets are going to be moving to Wild Only, Whispers of the Old Gods, One Night in Karazhan, and the Mean Streets of Gadgetzan. Yep. All going away. That's a lot of that's cards. Lot. Yeah.
1: So, so, um, that's nothing new to those right. of us that have played physical card games. Um, however, man, let me tell you, um, the few days after the format shifts mm mm-hmm. If you don't play very well um, or if you just want to get your rank quick um, get in there That's in those day. first few days yeah play a fast aggro deck go right to the face just do it um, because aggro decks always do well in new formats because mm. control doesn't needs answers Need and it doesn't yeah.
2: So those are
1: yeah. Hearthstone players um, my recommendation is definitely Make like a face hunter deck or something mm-hmm. and just go bananas. <laughs> um, because that's because you're just gonna eat up the people that don't know what they're doing or who are maybe new because it's a new expansion, and you just gobble them right up. Um, it's gonna be great. I have like that's just an art you know, and, and you know, pick you know, choose your choose what you want, right? right. But definitely yeah. recommend just go all aggro for a couple of days. It's not going to take long before Steve Lubitz and his people uh, break the format. (laughs) Right. Crack
2: the code.
1: (laughs) Well, it won't take long because the sets are being spoiled, but I have to say, as someone who's been playing collectible card games for most of my life at this point, um, I've never seen a set like this. Um, I don't know how to play this game anymore. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, the... um Sorry, the two. Deck new,
1: construction is going to be crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, so, other, some other things um, are uh, some of the cards are being added, uh, added to the Hall of Fame. So, Ice Block, the Cold Light Oracle, and Molten Giant. Um, I'm kind of happy to see the Cold Light Oracle go away because um, that was really an, an annoying strategy um, from Rogue. Just, yeah. <laughs> it was really annoying because the you know it the the battle cry is it makes each player draw two cards and the um the rogue has the shadow step which can you know grab a, a, a minion and take it back to your hand and then it reduces its cost by two so like I playing against people um, as a rogue that would just continue to do that and continue to do that and basically it makes you draw so many cards that you run out of cards. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's how you die that way. So I'm kind of happy to see that one going away. Um, the molten giant also is going to be added to, um, hall of fame. So the things with the new expansion, they've got two, um, gameplay kind of, I don't know what you call them element things. There's echo and rush rush seems to me. And I, I haven't looked at it that much. I just looked at it real quickly. Steven, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It seems to be like charge, except that you can't attack a hero. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be cheaper.
1: Right. Um, right. Which is going to, um, it's going to be cheaper. So it's, it, it's going to allow for some under cards that are going to be able to interact with the board right away. Um, mm. the preview card isn't that bad either. I mean, it's a four power for a two, five rush with battle cry to gain plus three attack this turn. Uh-huh. That's, that that's a five, five that can swing at dudes. Um, on um, the turn it comes into play, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's basically a removal spell, and then maybe you'll have a 2 2 afterwards, which really isn't bad. Um, yeah. So I am a fan of that. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, Rush is basically charge. It's a nerfed charge, but because it's not as good, um, it's going to be cheaper. So be looking out yeah. for some crazy, like, one drop Rush cards that are just going to be real good.
0: Yeah, and so the other new um, element is called Echo, mm-hmm. um, which I'm a little more confused about this one. So they're called cards with
1: keywords. The- it's worth noting oh. not to. Oh, okay. Write you, but they're called keywords.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm just you know collectible card game newbie. Um- <laughs> i helping. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so. Um, uh, cards with Echo, you can um, you can play them, and then it adds like a I guess it's a, like a ghost version um, into yep. your hand that you can just then play again. Uh, but they go away uh, after your turn ends. Yep. Um, so basically, you can just play it over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, as long um, as you have the mana. Um, right. That's going to be kind of rad. Um, there is they just released uh, literally within the last five minutes a new um. There is a new uh, legendary, uh, which is called the Face Collector. It costs mm-hmm. three for a two two, and its battle cry is "Add a random legendary minion to your hand." So if you play it at the end of the game, um, you you know you play it what twice? And you get, yeah. You know two yeah. two twos, and you draw two, and you get two random legendaries. That could be yeah. that could just change the whole freaking game. So yeah. um, and there's I mean. The the warpath the the two casting cost echo for deal one damage to all minions yeah is pretty okay um, echo is gonna be real good for control decks mm. really good um, I think druid echo is gonna be bananas
0: yeah and so then the other one is curse of the worgen I guess that's how you say that I don't know um, but that's yeah. their their health and attack switches back and forth yep um, so. I guess I don't know. Basically, it means that
1: the um. So depending on when you because it it changes in your hand, yeah, right. It's like that, you know. So basically, you have the critter in your hand, and depending on what turn it is, it has a different power and toughness. Mm -hmm. Um, which right now we have very pretty simple stuff, but like I'm sure there's going to be some really aggressive ones. Um, it really just means that it controls. On what turn you can cast the creature, Mm -hmm. and um, because you're obviously you're going to want to cast it in its ideal form, so it kind of makes you make good play decisions. I think these are I don't know if there's if these are going to be all that great, but I mean there's probably some really aggressive ones. Mm -hmm. The other sub theme is the whole um, odd you know cards that interact with your deck based on whether or not you have all odd or all even cards in your deck, which that is that's the real change because right now you haven't um you know they have had cards that are like if you don't have any one casting cost or right, have any two, right, right
2: yeah.
1: um and that's different you just avoid this is going to fundamentally change which cards get played or not
0: like, mm, yeah.
1: like oh i can't you know so it's going to add value to cards that maybe haven't ever seen play so this is going to be crazy
0: yeah Cool. So, like I said, that's coming in April. That's also when uh, when all the other cards are going to um, mm-hmm. rotate out. So if you've got some that you love, play them now, because they're going to go away. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, if, if I may add another recommendation, pre-order. Yeah. If, you've, if you've never pre-ordered, so, yeah. now is a good time to pre-order, because pre-ordering, not only... Because I'm even doing it, and I have never pre-ordered an expansion. It's 50 bucks, which is a lot, but... You get 50 packs, which is normal, plus an additional 20. Yeah. Um, And those 20 packs, I mean, this is going to make a big deal because it pretty much means you're going to be all set with this set.
0: Yeah. Right. Really. Between
1: 70 packs. Yeah. um, And enough dust to craft what you need. They're doing that because they anticipate a lot of people are going to drop out of standard um, because, you know, they're losing three sets. So, yeah. um, Take advantage, guys, because this probably isn't going to happen very often. So,
0: yeah, I'm going to spend a, probably a good – I don't know how long it's going to take going through and disenchanting all the cards from those sets.
1: Oh, it's so. going to take so long. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. But, I mean, I, I got to do it. I, I guess I don't have to do it. But, you know, like I want to keep playing standard, and, like, that's the best way to just be able to yeah, – to be able to get you know, cards to play. You, yeah, to get cards. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Yeah. But I'm saving up my gold. saving up my dust. So, um, so we'll see. I don't, I don't know if I'll pre-order or not. I don't know. We did once. Um, Isaac and I both pre-ordered. Isaac doesn't play anymore, but we did once, and he got really upset because he had 73, 73, 75 packs, something like that, and he didn't get one legendary out of any. Of those well, yeah, guys. I remember I that. I know, yeah. fixed it. I know they. Yeah, I
1: fix that now. Know that doesn't have. help him.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um. So, yeah, um, but we'll see. Like I said, uh, sometime in April, hopefully after my daughter's birthday, <laughs> it'll make things a lot easier for me. Um, so um, I think that's all game stuff. Are there board game stuff that I don't know about? No, we Steven? already talked
1: about, um, We, um, you know what? There is one I do want to talk about, but oh, we good. already talked about Fireball Island. Um, yeah. This is just a um, an FYI, and you guys can roll your eyes at this, but I'm super hype. Um, <laughs> Renegade Game Studios uh, has announced the deal with Saban to make a series of Power Rangers board games, and <laughs> I could not be more excited about Power <laughs> Rangers board games. Well, that's all. They, don't, they don't even say what they are, when they're coming, any of that. doesn't matter.
2: They're just Power they're Rangers board games. Deal so. with
1: Power Rangers, and let's
2: be real, guys. Um, I want to play with Power Rangers. Oh, <laughs> we finally beat Voldemort. Oh, nice. For real, because we had played him wrong the first time that we beat him. We played him wrong uh, the last book of or the last game of Battle for Hogwarts. So now we're playing the um, Monsters expansion. Hmm. And I got to play Luna, which is awesome. But ow, the Monsters expansion is really hard. So just put that out there. (laughs) It's really hard. Did you play it after book seven? Yeah. All
1: right.
2: Aren't you supposed to? I don't
1: know.
2: Yeah, the expansion is a—it's an actual extension of the game. So you start with what you have from Game Seven, and then you add Box One into Game Seven. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. It's hard. It's fun. It's hard.
0: (laughs) All right then. Movies and TV. I am really lame and that i still haven't seen black panther but well steven and regina have so um go see it. As so go. i know i know everybody tells you me really how good it is. See it. you yeah. really gotta see it it's yeah cool. i really
2: should see it in the theater too because it's one of those okay. where like it's just pretty enough that it should be seen on the big screen
0: there's okay. a few
1: scenes that are absolutely mm-hmm. worth seeing on the big screen in 3d if you can do it yeah um, i don't know can you do 3d
0: me yeah, I can do 3D, but typically Dolby Cinema is more impressive than 3D because it's a super high res, super mm-hmm. HDR, super. sound. Oh. That's yeah, what we, do we that's,
2: usually do. Do yeah. that then. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah.
1: Um. That's cool. So, um, Regina, are we spoiling this thing?
2: Um, I think we're safe to spoil it now. I mean, it's been okay. out yes. a few weeks. So, the, we for those everybody. of you listening, yeah.
1: If you don't want to be spoiled for Black Panther, otherwise uh, then fast forward a few minutes. Um yeah, we'll make here. sure. We will constantly say Black Panther so that, yeah. <laughs> wait that long. So um Regina, what did you not think of?
2: Um I absolutely loved pretty much every minute of it, and I'm pretty not like that <laughs> 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 in movies. I usually can pick apart something. Um, but I thought it the pacing was good, the acting was outstanding, um, the costumes and the scenery and the special effects and everything was just, it was just beautiful. And there were so many amazing female characters um, that worked together as like a team and a group that like, uh, I don't know, it was just... <laughs> It was everything I want, like, powerful female heroes to be, um, but not just a single, you know, because that's the thing about Wonder Woman. Like, I love Wonder Woman, but it was just, mm-hmm. like, one, you know, just Wonder Woman, singular. Right. yeah. yeah. Um, you know, surrounded with a, a group of, um, you know, men supporting her, which is also awesome. But, you know, Wakanda and, you know, Shuri. Shuri, the, the engineer yeah. princess. Oh, God. I have the biggest girl crush on her. <laughs> she's smart and she's sassy and she's sarcastic and she's just fantastic and she's everything that I want my daughter growing up thinking girls are.
1: <laughs> cool. And and she's probably going to be the new Iron Man. So um
2: I would be down with that. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think cuz I think uh I think uh our boy uh, Robert Downey Jr is not going to be doing many Iron Man movies because well, I think he's going to die in Infinity War. So yeah. um so um That's a theory I've read too. Yeah, I think Iron Man, Captain America, and the Vision are going to die in Infinity War. Really? You
2: think Vision's going to die? Oh, yeah. He's I thought I am Captain America
1: I am definitely going to watch my favorite superhero get murdered it on screen (laughs) hard but anyway back to black panther the only thing i didn't like about it was uh forrest whitaker's african accent um Uh,
2: it
1: was not that great he was kind
2: of yeah that was kind of
1: whatever i'm over it um every um how about this uh i did not know michael b jordan could Uh, be a bad guy oh
2: god Um, he's so good
1: (laughs) but he was an amazing
2: Uh,
1: um yeah and I didn't, and like I was halfway through, I was like, "Oh, y'all are going there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay, y'all are going there. We're doing this thing." Um, he, uh, I just, I always thought of him as like this wholesome, like good guy, and I didn't realize mm-hmm. that he could be a very, very, very bad man. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought he was an amazing villain. I. I I agree with you a hundred percent on the strong female characters. Like this was, what was great about it is like the fact that they were women was irrelevant. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like the whole society is just like, yeah, these just, like, yeah, we got, like, we got these lady warriors with some spears. They're just like, going to just murder some dudes? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The fight choreography, especially uh, in the last fight, um, yes. it did not feel like any fight we have ever had.
0: Mm-mm. Um it because huge, it, was it was expansive, Africa,
1: yeah, and they were African tribes fighting mm-hmm, more or less, yeah. and so yeah. um, it didn't feel like anything we'd ever seen.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was particularly impressive. Also, one of the themes that I thought was really important. We talked about it. We did a we did an episode on the podcast about it. Um, And one of the themes that was really important in the movie was the theme of family and family supporting Mm -hmm. each other and looking at how having a broken or fractured family can damage the kids and can, you know, damage futures. And I thought that Mm -hmm. that was really important and not subtle and subtle. It wasn't like beat over the head with like, you know, this is the thing necessarily. It was just really part of the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought that that was really well done and a, a theme that I thought was not really something we see in marvel films very often because marvels are almost marvels almost always about like a group of you know like the avengers yeah become like a family but are not family and most all the superheroes like iron man you know robert downey jr's family is not you know not alive and that whole like trope of like the superhero he's Superman like they all have to like not have their parents with them in order to be able to be who they are and so it was really awesome to kind of see fatherhood and parenthood and all that be so central to the character's development
1: yeah I mean I thought it was what was what was one of the things uh, that I saw you know to kind of piggyback on some of that is a lot of the other um, uh, you know like Iron Man specifically like he has to um, you know like he his his dad you know tony tony stark's dad like set him up but was mm-hmm. problematic like in in a weird way cuz like he was an arms dealer but mm-hmm. he was also like part of everything like he was part of th- what was the avengers originally right like right. Not, but uh, but he was essentially a good guy and right. didn't and didn't really cause any problems but mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is that black panther's father is a big part of why you know and like not only just his father but like his line you know the line before him was right. such a huge part of the problem, um and so he didn't have to like embrace that he mm-hmm. had to reject it and right. he rejects it so wholly it. by the end yeah. that yep. it's going to fundamentally change the entire entire Marvel cinematic universe, mm-hmm. um, which is important because Thanos is coming so we we need uh, we need we, needed, we need vibranium <laughs> but like I um. <laughs> This is what I want now. I want Black Panther two and three to come out like next month.
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> I, mean, I want that. an
1: entire a movie about Michonne's general lady. I just oh want God, all, yes. I just want her, just a whole God. movie about her. Um, I want um the I want the sister. Uh, what's her name? Shuri. I want Shuri. her to be the new Iron Man, which I think yeah. is going to happen. Um, and uh, I want um. Chadwick Boseman to be the next 007. I, funnily enough, about <laughs> that, um, it would just be Black Panther in a tux. Right.
2: <laughs> Black Panther,
1: <laughs> basically, um, <you> know, he's <laughs> basically James Bond. Yeah. I leaned with, over to Cassel. Chris
2: and I'm like, oh my god, sure he is cute, like. <laughs>
1: No, she is absolutely cute. Like he comes down and he's like I'm going on a mission. She's like here, have, have all these things right. and I'm like she literally just cued Right. Um yep. and it was but it was amazing and it was not it was they clearly knew when they were writing that scene. Oh, this is cute. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. they knew. There's no way that they didn't. They're pop no. culture writers, but like yeah. it was so natural mm-hmm. and it made so much sense mm-hmm. for her. Because I think that was, you know, like Q was like a natural plot device to explain right. stuff. But like, right. this was her character. She just likes making crap.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that the, was the whole thing about her was like, she was so passionate about just the science behind it and how she learned to manipulate the things that yeah. she was doing. Just,
1: just but, because it works doesn't mean because, it can't be improved. Exactly.
2: Like, like, like oh,
1: I want, you got so to that, put that in your, yeah. your book, quote. But then she's, that that. she's
2: like, uh, and she made him shoes that were silent walking. And she's mm-hmm. like, I call them. Sneakers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh God, it was so funny. I want him to yeah. hit
1: her, but I mean I know you can't, but it would have yeah. I mean he should have just shoved her over. Just like yes. um the the it was absolutely worth it. Everybody needs to see it. Um, go again. It absolutely leaves leads very neatly into mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity War, otherwise known as Black Panther Two. Yes. Um this movie's this is a landmark. Does this is, yeah. you know, like, I think really, you know, just like I thought Wonder Woman, like there are movies before mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and there are movies after. Yeah. I think there are movies before Black Panther and there are movies after. Um, And so this is going to be a thing. I went on a Sunday morning at nine and that movie theater was crowded. Wow. Um, I mean, it was this is. This is a thing you want to see it in the theaters because okay. I think everybody, especially all us nerds, are going to want to say we saw it in the theaters and we were a part of it. Yeah, um, okay. because it's it's pretty special. Um, okay, and yeah, so if you are listening to this and you're like, well, you know, maybe I'm kind of done with superhero movies or whatever, or maybe I never got into them. Um, I don't care. Go see Black Panther. <laughs> I literally don't care. Yeah, um, this is if you don't like superhero movies, that's fine. This is. A perfectly acceptable um furry version of james bond and just pretend that it's that Um, (laughs) it doesn't you don't see like other superheroes like this is not like if you're like man i'm tired of chris evans and robert downey jr fine right fine you don't see them Mm. um so yeah it was all right
0: so you brought up wonder woman so um that just jogs my memory that we didn't have on our list of things to talk about. So um, Cheetah has been announced as the villain for wonder woman too. It's oh yeah. Played by Kristen wick, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Cheetah is, uh, is very, one of the first wonder woman villains. Um, it, it's cool because there's another female villain. Well, Dr. Poison was too. Um, so I, I, it'll be curious to see which story they go with for her, because just like wonder woman herself, Cheetah has had a, m- number of um backstories so it'll be interesting to see like maybe they'll do like what they did with wonder woman and just do it like an amalgamation of um a whole bunch of different ones so um so we still don't have a release date for wonder woman too but they announced that um back to is, marvel is oh, sorry, weird like you know
1: weird <laughs> is she kind of crazy
0: yes okay.
1: yeah okay because Kristen Wiig plays a good crazy person. Like, okay, so you know what I'm saying. Like, yes, yes. Th- There are certain actors and actresses that, like, I don't know that I would want, like, Kate McKinnon to play the straight man in a particular. Like, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, she would not be cast as Vision. Okay, right? but like, she would make a cool, you know, like a gender swap, like Riddler, right? Because she's just yeah. kind of bananas. So, like, Kristen Wiig like I don't see her as like the femme fatal kind of super. Yeah. Superhero. No, no, Cheetah's no. yeah. So Cheetah's like because I DC is my huge blind spot. So uh-huh. um so I don't know anything about any of those guys, let alone Wonder Woman. I don't know any of them. So yeah. um so if Cheetah's wacky then great. Yeah. Then Chris to yeah, be perfect.
0: Yeah, it should, should be cool. Um but back to Marvel. So Steven's been giving me a hard time for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> About watching Ant Man. Ant Man, so about I did. Freaking
1: time, and wasn't it good?
0: <laughs> it was good. It See? was good. I I enjoyed it um, mostly because Paul Rudd was not like Paul Rudd. was Paul, like Paul Rudd? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, anybody could have done that role. Uh, that's how kind of straight and vanilla his character was. Um, whoa, 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 whoa!
1: <laughs> backhanded compliments out of left field. Um, I disagree, <laughs> but go on.
0: Uh, no, I'm just, it just, I felt like, um, okay, maybe not anybody, but there are a number of people that could have played that role because it was, it was so kind of, it wasn't really like funny, goofy humor. It was very much more straight than I expected it to be, which I think is why I liked it so much. He had Um, a fight
1: with Yellow Jacket on a train table and got hit by Thomas. Yes. I know. I I mean, spoilers for (laughs) Ant-Man.
0: Right. Yeah. Actually the funny part uh for me i mean i mean, we're kind of laugh out loud quite a few of those moments um but when they're fighting like inside the briefcase and they accidentally um knock into the phone and tell siri like it says something about disintegration and she's like playing disintegration by the cure <laughs> i was like yeah <laughs> i'm like but wait a second that guy isn't cool enough to listen to the cure like seriously <laughs> but yeah that was one of the laugh out loud things i was like all right yeah that's pretty awesome. And the giant, how Thomas, um, the tank. Yeah. That just up like hits giant. him and yeah. it just
1: kind of gently falls over. Um, yeah. That movie, so the, the highlight of that movie, truthfully, is the dude that tells the stories.
0: Yeah, yes, I definitely. Mean, that
1: was yeah. the real, like, I want a recap of the entire MCU as told by that guy right. before Infinity War. Like, I, yeah. if they need to do that, they're not going to. Yeah. Man, would it be some.
0: Yeah, um, that, that whole trio, that whole crew there, like, they were hilarious. They were the, the most of the comic relief, like, much more so than anything that Paul Rudd did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, well.
1: You know, it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> All right, he's yeah. Not, he's not laugh out loud funny. That's the thing. I like him All because right. he's, cause he's self, because of the self-deprecating humor where he's just like, eh, you know. I think <laughs> it'll get better in The Ant-Man and the Wasp this summer. I'm yeah. super hyped for that.
0: yeah. Um, and I thought that like that was really cool that he could control ants. And she was like, you know, she's like, oh, right, so those ants are the ones that can like step on top of each other and you know, do it. Yeah, she was getting very into it because well, you know, she loves bugs, so um, yeah, right, so so yeah, that's why I was like, you gotta watch Ant Man because there's <laughs> bugs in it, <laughs> yes. but you know what that means, Steven. So I have what? I have watched Ant Man, so it's time for you to get started on Game of Thrones. I got till like 2025. No. No. (laughs) You gotta get started. (laughs) You got lots of episodes to watch. (laughs) Yes.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. The agreement is that I would watch. The like the ninth and tenth episodes of season four, and then last season season six that they were waiting on. That's like the whole last season and the two episodes before the end of that, right? Yeah. Isn't that what I you
0: really watched. Agree? You already watched the last two episodes of six. I already made you do that. Yeah. I'm um, so upset yeah. about it. But there are all right. I will send you a list, Stephen, because there are some like you like the big battle stuff, right? I mean, I guess yes. You, yes. if
1: you can send me an episode list that is.
0: That has the big battles that is, that, that in it? That, yeah. fits,
1: that fits my definition. I'll, I will go through your discography.
0: Okay. <laughs> discography. <laughs> Whatever it is <laughs> you want. You can also, like, um, uh, <laughs> plug, plug, I ranked all the battles uh, throughout the entire uh, entire yeah. Game of from
2: <laughs> Go read it on geekembassy.com.
0: <laughs> go read it. Um, you could just refer to that as well, Stephen. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so what else is going on here? Yeah. Um, the uh, Deadpool, Steven, you so put this in so the notes. Literally two.
2: today. Uh, oh okay. The yeah, the pet Deadpool drop. Um,
1: it, it just basically shows that they have X Force, um, which is kind of neat. I mean, it's Deadpool. If you like Deadpool One, this is Deadpool, but more of it. Um, and Terry <laughs> Crews is in it, so yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, if you like Deadpool One, Deadpool Two is a thing. How about okay? So everybody's homework for next episode is we are going to go watch the trailer for Tag. Okay. Here's what Tag is. Tag is a comedy about a group of guys. This is based on a real story who kept the same game of Tag going for 30 years. Wow. <laughs> to the point where yeah, like, it was tag. disrupting each other's weddings. Wow. It, was, it, was a very it sounds like a subplot
2: wedding. on How I Met Your Mother.
1: It yes does. that's no, no no truth be told that's what it struck me like at some of this and so um this movie looked and it's got like uh jeremy renner in it <laughs> and like you know like th- this is gonna be i think this might be kind of funny in a kind of dorky way um so everybody's gonna watch that trailer okay and we can convene about it on twitter or on facebook somewhere okay. um, but i you definitely gotta watch that the tag trailer it is yeah. funny in a kind of it's an it's they kept this game going but they made it endearing because you know this is like how these four friends stay in touch and you know yeah and interact with each other and everybody's got to have a hobby and apparently they didn't choose fantasy football they chose playing tag for 30 years
0: (laughs) um okay so this is a movie um before we get into books let's do a movie book crossover uh ready player one is coming out next week i'm super excited about it have you guys Regina, I'm assuming you've read yes. the book. Steven, Definitely. have you read it? I did. You did? Wow. <laughs> Usually I ask you if you've read something and you're like, nope.
1: <laughs> this time I actually did, in fact, read Ready Player One. It was good. Cool. Um cool. I'm, I'm nervous about the movie, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steven Spielberg has getting very hit and miss mm-hmm. lately. Um but apparently, he didn't want any of his movies to be put in it, um, but they did anyhow. Like yeah. In post, they did something anyhow. I'm really, the thing that, that will be, um, I think that'll make or break it is really what it looks, what they what the inside of the Oasis looks like. Yeah. Um, so, because that's going to be like a whole, it's CG. It's going to have yeah. to be a whole CG mm-hmm. part of the movie. So, yeah. um, it was all
1: CG. Yeah. So, uh, basically a cartoon.
0: Yes. Well, they have to be. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm super excited. Um, I got to ask Isaac if he wants to go see it. And if not, I'll just go with um, Jody or somebody. Um, <laughs> um, because we're going to do Regina, we're going to do a uh, geek embassy watches, right? Yeah. Oh, Ready player one. Okay. Yep. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell Isaac I committed too. to that. So that's why I got it. Go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know. Chris caught caught a look at the at the Geek embassy watches list and he was like, <laughs> Are are you kidding? <laughs> He's like, you see how many movies are on there. Because guess it's like Herculean effort to get to the movies, but <laughs> right. yes. yeah, I know. Some of them I might have to do just on my own. You just go watch. But yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 There's All a lot. right. So that's coming out next Friday, March mm-hmm.
1: 29th. So everybody that's listening should go watch Queer Eye.
2: <laughs> oh, <the day>. right. <laughs> right. Yes. Netflix.
1: Netflix original. It's going to take you a couple of days unless you binge watch like a real crazy person. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Well, it's, you know,
2: also on Netflix is one of my favorite shows. The third season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is on. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I'm going to go on record in a recording saying it is the most feminist show on TV. Wow. Okay. Well, that's yep. interesting. Yeah, That catches me off guard. Yeah, <laughs> it's not what I, you'd expect, but it is definitely the most feminist show on TV.
0: I should. Um, Isaac was watching this one, um, show, and I don't remember the name of it now, but it seemed really, really goofy. Um, crap. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Oh, the, the oh, same, one where uh, the she Santa says somebody, diet.
2: Santa Clarita Yeah, diet. right. Yes. Diet.
0: She's. I was like, this is so weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't watched
0: that one. <laughs> I mean, he's like. I mean he he doesn't say that it was great. He's like it's just kind of it's just kind of weird and yeah. sort of funny because it's so weird. <laughs> yep. So, but yep. I'm like the premise is, you know, if if you haven't heard about it as uh Ju Barrymore is a zombie. Um mm-hmm. but she lives secret she's a secret zombie, so she's mm-hmm. got a family and everything and they gotta figure yeah. out how to keep her um keep, <laughs> keep her alive. nourished yes. in the appropriate way. Yeah. Uh without letting anybody else know about it. Mm-hmm. So um it's pretty, I, I'd never heard of a premise like that before. I thought that sounded pretty original. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but, um, but yeah, I, was I haven't seen
2: it either. But I've heard good things about it. I've heard yeah. a lot of people talking about it, so, yeah. yeah. Books and comics. <laughs>
0: I'm still reading the Southern reach trilogy. I'm on the last book now, which is called acceptance. Um, and if you don't know, the Southern reach trilogy is the one that starts with annihilation, which is the book that the Natalie Portman movie was based upon. Uh, really, really, oh, really good. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we have this discussion the last time we talked? It, I thought we did. Connect. We probably did.
1: <laughs> and I bet you I had that same reaction. Really? You
0: did. Um. <laughs> yes. Um, so on the third book of that trilogy now. It's really it's really neat. It's getting really kind of out there. Is this a like,
1: retread? Have you read this before or?
0: No, this is the first time I ever read it. Um it was a book club suggestion in our book club because the movie was was coming out. So this, this is the only reason I would have picked it up. I didn't know about it otherwise. Okay. Um but yeah, it's really good. All of the books are very short. So that's something to keep in mind. Lots of times you get these sci-fi uh, or dystopian um, trilogies the books yeah. are all like 500 pages long Fat long books, but these, yeah. these are not There's like 200 250 pages per book they're really short um so yes yeah, so i highly recommend it i'll probably be finishing the third and final one probably in the next couple what's days. the trilogy called again uh southern reach southern, trilogy okay. there's um annihilation uh authority and acceptance are the titles of the individual books
2: so. I just got, I just checked out the, uh, who wrote um, The Martian?
0: Uh, I don't remember the name of the author, but that is a fantastic book.
2: Yes, <laughs> which I haven't read, um, but I just <laughs> checked out um, his next book. Oh, okay. Because I was on a wait list. I was number 73 when I put it in. And so he <laughs> totally just came through for me. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. So it just, I just got it. Artemis, Andy Weir. Okay. Um, so that's going to be my next one. I'm currently reading the almost sisters by Jocelyn Jackson, mm-hmm. um, which is a novel. Um, and I'm only like two chapters into it. It's pretty fun. Like it starts out with, um, the opening chapter is about her going to Comic-Con. She's a comic book artist and oh, she goes cool. to Comic-Con and she, um, <laughs> hooks up randomly with <laughs> batman and <laughs> and gets pregnant and so a friend of mine started reading it and she texted me at like 11 o'clock at night and she's
0: like you have got to go read this." <laughs> that's awesome that yes. uh that jogs my memory i don't know if i i don't think i said this uh, when i was talking about emerald city the last time that um that we recorded but at one point um Anna was looking at something at some table and this guy dressed as Batman, like tall Batman, like came up behind her and he's like, Hey, I love your hair. And she was like freaked out. <laughs> the look on her face was just like, Oh my God. And I was laughing. I'm like, look, it's Batman. <laughs> it was so hilarious though. I mean, I don't know how he had expected not to freak out a five-year-old. Right, When he's tall right. and dressed he's like Batman and talking yeah. like Batman. I was yeah. just like, wow. "Yep, yeah, That's funny. that was funny. That's right. funny." yeah. So, so Stephen's reading a book this time. Jeez. wow, yeah. <laughs> that was a subtle dig. Yeah,
1: I'm reading a book called <laughs> "Moral Combat." Uh, the full title is "Moral Combat: Why the War on Violent Video Games Is Wrong." I've been slowly picking away at it. Um, go figure. It's kind of uh, relevant. Um, <laughs> And it's, uh, pretty good. Uh, it's written by a, uh, Patrick Markey and Christopher Ferguson. Uh, they are, uh, doctors who, uh, have done a lot of research on, you know, in the social sciences area, specifically focused on, uh, video games and their effects on people. Um, the general, uh, message is that, um, video games don't make people murderers. Okay. Thanks. Bye.
0: Um, right. and
1: this is just a moral panic. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is basically what's happening. Um, yep. I uh, so um, which is unfortunate. And as someone who speaks to parents on the regular, I look forward to uh, being forced to talk about violence um, for the next six to seven months until they figure out something right. else to blame for all of yeah. society's, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it's a good, I mean, it really does piece by piece tear down and explain away some of the um, you know anecdotes and things like that, that are kind of, and the myths that are built around why people think that violent video games could cause, um, violent behavior. And they really just kind of approach them one by one and they attack some of the arguments and they, you know, they do a very thorough job. It's pretty, uh, bananas actually. Um, I've been using bananas a lot recently and I don't know if you've noticed. Um, it's (laughs) so, it's a very well-written book. Um, (laughs) I will very likely uh, I'm, I'm actually going to start doing uh, book reviews um, for gaming-related books on engaged Family Gaming because uh, there are a lot of parents who have actually come to me asking for reading material. Ooh. Never thought when I started this project, I never thought that was going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm going to be reviewing some books um, or at the very least providing a number of lists. Um, spoilers, if you haven't yet, go read Reality is Broken. Go read it right now everything about that book is perfect but moral combat is pretty cool i also love the title um yeah. you know yeah
2: it's
1: got a little you know got a little, <laughs> little snack it.
2: words <laughs> um,
1: it's also bright green uh which makes it easy to find in the middle of the night when you find something to read um so yeah pretty good uh, and it's like 12 bucks on amazon i mean for real if you're ser- if you're curious about this stuff um, buy it. Or if you have like a crazy aunt that gets mad because you let your kids play Street Fighter, like just buy it and give it to her. Buy it on Amazon and ship it to her house and don't tell her it was you. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But you know, it's a really, it is a really interesting read. Um, I'm trying to read more guys. It's just so hard. There's just so much to do. And you guys are better readers than me by nature of the fact that Regina is a doctor. So she had to read like a million things and you are a professional like writer person. Person. writer person. <laughs> you know, like, written novel- novels and stuff that yeah. I have not. Um, uh, I'm a no-talent phone jockey, and I review uh, video games, so like, yeah. it's, it's, you know.
0: yeah. So, listen for me, my reading happens um, before I go to bed. Like, the last yeah. half hour before I go to bed, that's when I read. It makes me sleepy. Yep. doesn't matter what I'm reading or how exciting it is. Reading makes me a little sleepy, so that's yep. my nighttime ritual.
1: Yeah, me too. I... Um, I right until i'm about to pass out most nights but um we do have this is uh, this is not a normal process but there is breaking the hell news right now okay can we, can we have a breaking news thing yeah um uh magic the gathering just announced a new freaking format okay like a new play format everybody just mm-hmm. it's called brawl it's like commander which is a thing. I know I'm saying Greek yeah. language. It's like I know commanders. I know what it's, commander is. Oh, you know commander. Oh whoa. All right, so it's like <laughs> commander only it's standard only. So it's like building a commander deck only right. with the current Only with the, the current cards. Card. That is uh it is not every day that they announce a new format. In fact, they haven't announced a new format since commander was made a format many many years ago. So yeah. um this is kind of exciting. I'm getting super nerded well, out right now. There's so. two writers
2: on the Geek Embassy, both Max and Dante, who are, like, that's how they know each other, is from playing Magic together. All right.
1: Oh, so you so, so you know like, because you listen to them dork out?
2: A little bit. Yeah, I've never played Commander. I have played Magic. Um, I don't, I didn't, like, stick with it. I had, I had a friend who had a bunch of decks who taught me, you know, yeah. how to play. Um, but, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I know Commander through them, and they're they're big fans of Commander. So yeah, I'm sure so that gonna, my Slack gonna, is probably going to blow up with ball, comments so about it shortly. Yeah, your, gonna,
1: your, your Slack is definitely going to blow up with them yeah. talking about brawl. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that just happened. Like it just went live, uh, talking about it, and it's pretty cool. It's yep. pretty cool. Um, cool for those who care. If you don't care, then I just spoke Greek at you for a few minutes. That's <laughs> alright. Cool. Um, I got really excited, Nicole. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. oh, I mean, hey, you know, it's, it's it's totally out of character for you to get really excited. I mean, that, I that never it's happens. Hype. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, then I think that that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments or any feedback at all, you can send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com. That's geeking. G-E-E-K-I-N-G moms. Uh, That's also our handle on Twitter and you can find us on Facebook. Um, Just search for Geeking with the Moms and you'll find us there. Um, As I said, I write for the Geek Embassy uh, about Game of Thrones. I've written about Wonder Woman once. But But mostly I write about Game of Thrones. I write every other week about something and I'm very... uh, I've got lots of things to say, but I'm very open to suggestions for what people want want to hear because I can just geek out with things that are no one cares about so, <laughs> so if there are things you i don't want know me, anything about that guys I don't, <laughs> anything, I don't know anything about it if the, there are things that you about. would like me to to write about i would love to have more excuses to watch game of thrones over and over again <laughs> Topic. um yeah but she but can tweet at me um at nicole tanner or you can post comments on my stories on the geek embassy um regina is head geek at the geek <laughs> embassy <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so i know about my stuff but <laughs> what else is going on <laughs> regina <laughs> uh
2: let's see we have well we're gonna have um i think the next watches episode will be Ready player one uh, we're waiting in anticipation for um, Westworld to return for season two, season two of The Handmaid's Tale as well. Um, I'm going to be doing something a little different. I'm going to start in the next couple months. So keep an eye out for that. Um, <laughs> I've got some brainstorming and some work I have to do with uh, Isabella this weekend about that. So um, but I'll have more concrete details about when things are going to kind of changeover. It's been two years, so but this is my thing. Like every two years I change the format of everything. So here we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Cool. Um Steven is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming who is apparently doing book reviews now, but what else is going on, Stephen?
1: Yeah, that's a weird little side project I'm going to do because people ask for it. So how about this? I I am guessing that many people that listen to this podcast do not reside in the state of Connecticut. However, if you do, it is interesting announcement that I have. I, on March 31st from three to four, will be speaking at the Meriden Public Library. I will be giving parents a crash course on video games. So my three topics, I'm going to talk about why kids like video games so much and uh you know why that's a good thing i'm going to talk about how to tell whether or not a game is appropriate for your children aka we're going to talk a lot about the esrb and some other things um i'm going to and uh the last thing is i'm going to give you uh give parents some great alternatives if you're tired of saying no and you want to find something to say yes to so be prepared for me to talk a lot about overwatch fortnite and splatoon to all of you people that want your kid to be able to play shooters with their friends, but you'd rather they not storm Normandy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The good news is that will also be recorded and will appear in podcast form and will also be a video on my YouTube channel. Cool. And there will probably be pictures on my Instagram because I'm a content creator and hashtag content.
0: (laughs) 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 all right well um i think that wraps it up thanks so much for listening and we'll be back with you in two weeks bye bye